Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Welcome to the Green Zone here on VSIN, the sports betting network alongside Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. Wes, it's the first time we've got a chance yeah, to work together. absolutely. And it's my, I guess, debut or second debut here at VSIN. Uh, I've worked with Tim Murray on the nightcap earlier in May. Now I'm back here for the long term here. Now getting to start off here on the Green Zone with you this Saturday afternoon. Yeah, and good to be with you, Femi, and welcome aboard. Uh, glad that you're actually settled into town. You're not having to go from <laughs> hotel to hotel, our fine hotels here in Las Vegas, and you've got your place settled. We're ready to go. Get that done before football season because it's going to be really busy over the next couple weeks. Trust me, the last 10 days have been just <laughs> furniture deliveries and all the fun stuff yeah. leading up to now the dessert that we yeah. have here starting with a football slate. We have 10 games here for you this afternoon. Got the Bills and Bears right now in progress. Buffalo just absolutely laying a beat down on Chicago. The Bears were a four-point favorite, but we're now about to see Justin Fields entering the game. A lot of excitement for Fields in the Windy City. Matt Nagy trying to temper those expectations all throughout training camp, but... The Bears fans, they want to see that rookie out of Ohio State. The uh, Mitch Trubisky revenge game right now today, and it has been that because Mitch Trubisky, look, uh, you're not going to play all your starters in this situation, but you look at Mitch Trubisky, 20 of 28, 221, and a touchdown pass. Ran the offense with relative aplomb, and I think, look, that's indicative, I think, of the fact that Brian Dabble is a really good offensive coordinator, and he's one of the best in the business. That's a guy that was kind of in the mix for a bunch of coaching jobs in the offseason, but like that first year, Femi, when you kind of get your name in the mix, you're that hot coordinator, it's like, 
you're not the first choice anywhere, but eventually you are going to be. So he goes through one more cycle. He'll be a head coach somewhere next year. And look, that's how good Mitch Trubisky can look. It's like, hey, yep. if you put him with an offensive coordinator that really emphasizes his strengths and lets him get outside the pocket, you know, throws some screens, dump offs, is more of a timing and a rhythm guy, he can look pretty darn good. So 34 to 6, Justin Fields is now in the game. Bills minus 21 and a half currently at a bet MGM 53 and a half on the in progress total. Yeah, you talk about Mitch Trubisky. I think Michael Lombardi calls him MVP Mitch from that <laughs> year when he was getting all that love. Mo- money making Mitch, man. <laughs> exactly. Money making Mitch was absolutely money today as we have a timeout on the field. It sold yeah. the field 34 to 6, just an equipment adjustment for Justin Fields. So Spe- speaking of that money making, this game has already gone over. We mm-hmm. were talking before the show even started. The over has been just you're, you're bankrupt if you've yes. been betting overs in the yes. preseason right now. The under 17 and three entering today, but this game over that total of 37 by halftime, thanks to money making mm-hmm. Mitch, 34 to six. The Bills lead the Bears, so maybe a little bit of regression. Yeah, for the I think here, so. That, I think overs? it's going to be pretty even throughout the rest of the day because the Hall of Fame game and then 13 and three last week and already a three and zero start Thursday and Friday. You're right, 17 and three to the under. But what we've seen this week, what was very curious about the moves was a lot of these totals did get bet to the over, or at least moved to the over, because I think the thought is some of these teams are going to use this as dress rehearsal week. Some of them are going to wait until next week, week three, only three weeks, no four-game preseasons anymore for most of these teams. So that that's what they're going to do, and they're going to take different approaches. So you've seen a lot of these get bet to the over, and then the one that's really went to the under later night, Raiders-Rams, Sean McVay and Gruden probably have a gentleman's agreement yeah. like McVay and Staley had last week. It's like, we're not going to play a lot of starters. We're not going to do a lot of exotic blitzing. We're going to play a basic base defense. So that's why you've seen that plummet to the under. Yeah, let's hope they have a gentleman's agreement after the uh, joint practice fights <laughs> we saw there between the Yeah, Raiders now that goes out the window when the <laughs> yeah. fists start flying. Exactly. There's a full NFL slate. We'll get you guys up to date on that. But also happening in Jersey City, the Northern Trust third round how about the round for Cameron Smith looking at the Osborne 11 under on the day shoots a 60 and right now has a two stroke lead here on the field. He does Femi and 350 plus 350 on the Aussie mullet man Cameron Smith with that 11 under bar today. John Rahm still your favorite at 17 to 10 plus 170 but a lot of movement today. The course has played very easy. No wind in Jersey City. It is exposed to the wind but it's been pretty hot summer in the Northeast so it's playing very firm and fast so Cameron Smith right now at 16 under, uh, getting in the house. Shane Lowry at 13 under, John Rahm 14 under. By the way, no golf going to be held tomorrow because of Tropical Storm Henri. So we are going to have a Monday finish. So this is the day where you got to get going and get moving. uh, And certainly a lot of players are doing that. Moving day indeed. Also on the baseball slate, we have the New York Yankees hosting the Minnesota Twins. Yankees, hottest team of the American League. We'll get you up to date on all things baseball as well. And also a couple big fights going on here in Vegas. So it's a a fun-filled Saturday afternoon here in Las Vegas here as we are ready to go here on the Green Zone, which you are watching, presented by BetMGM. Once again, Wes Reynolds alongside Femi Abebefe. We talked about it at the top, our first time working together, and Mm -hmm. what a slate we have here. All eyes, though, at least back there at the Circus Sportsbook, where we are in this beautiful facility, you have to point that out on that Chicago Bears-Buffalo Bills game. A lot of people talking about how the Bears are going to travel quite a bit when they play the Raiders, that Chicago faithful. Right. I'm seeing them already out here. They're ready for Justin yeah. Fields. I see the Bears, the hats, the shirts, and all that stuff. 
Uh, what have you seen thus far in this ball game between the uh, Buffalo and Chicago? Yeah, and both sides are actually well represented. There is plenty of Bills Mafia out here. If you've ever been to Naked City Pizza, which I'm sure they'll recommend for you to try, very good. That's Jotting owned that by, one down right now. That's owned by a bunch <laughs> of Bills fan. A couple different locations here in town, so. A lot of Bills Mafia represented. That kind of surprised me. But nevertheless, what's not surprising me, Buffalo Bills. The margin surprising me, of course. But Buffalo all over the Chicago Bears right now, 34-6. to 6, uh, 310 yards of offense already. Most of them coming from the arm and the legs of Mitchell Trubisky this afternoon. Current in-game price, minus 21.5 for Buffalo, even money. And then 53.5 on the total, juice the over. So this game is already over. If you want to spend a little more money, Justin Fields is in the game. On the Chicago side, Andy Dalton at least did lead them to a touchdown drive. I think it was yep. Warren Sharp that might have tweeted, you know, first four drives have been three and outs if you include last week and then you include this week. But not really all the ginger ninja or the red <laughs> rifle, whatever you want to call them. Not all his fault. Three starters out on that offensive line. No David Montgomery, no Allen Robinson, no Cole Komet at tight end. And when you assume, and, and it was actually six starters, because when you assume Jason Peters probably going to be the starter at Definitely. 39 years old at left tackle, talking to some people that cover the Chicago Bears, and they have said, look, before even Peters got in there, they had worked four different guys at left tackle, not one of them being Tevin Jenkins, who was the guy that they traded up for in the second round out of Oklahoma State. He's going to be out for a little while. So Bears got some trouble on that offensive line, so I'm not, like, dead set on one side or the other, but, like, when you talk about Justin Fields, and I know you're definitely in that camp, and I certainly understand why. Oh, totally. Where it's like, hey, sink or swim, kid. We got to put you out there and see if you can play. At the same time, you look at that week one schedule, and then you got Aaron Donald on the other side, and it's like, well, behind this offensive line, is that the softest landing spot to take care of our future starting quarterback? So there, there's two ways to look at it. I think Dalton is probably going to, at, at least of today, I think he would end up getting the start in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium. But I think it's probably going to be a pretty quick hook because Matt Nagy is going to start to hear the pressure, not only from oh, the yeah. fans, but also from the front office, from Ryan Bates and the ownership. It's like, okay, we got to put this guy in here. Well, that's the thing that kind of sticks out to me is that if you're Matt Nagy, if you're Ryan Pace, clearly those guys are on the hot seat. I mean, they got the chance to draft another quarterback, at least for Pace, and Nagy's mm -hmm. getting his guy for the first time since he inherited Mitch Trubisky when he first took over in 2018. But if you're Matt Nagy, it's now or never for right. the Chicago Bears season. Right. Are you willing to put your job in the hands of one uh, Andy Dalton? And I don't see mm -hmm. how that happens there. And I think if you're the Chicago Bears, you mentioned that it's a tough landing spot having to go to L.A. week one, but – it's the NFL. If it's sink or swim time, as yeah. far as I'm concerned, if you're if you, if you think Justin Fields has the goods and they traded up for him, so clearly mm -hmm. they do. Mm -hmm. Now it's get him back there. And hey, if anything, use his mobility with that bad right. offensive line. That might give you the best chance to win, even though he is clearly the less experienced quarterback. Now, if you go past week one, there are some potential landing spots. It may yeah. be sooner rather than later for Justin Fields to start. Obviously, Cincinnati. So. Justin Fields can sympathize with the quarterback on the other side, Joe Burrow, who didn't make it through his rookie year without getting injured behind a, a poor offensive line, I would say, in Cincinnati. Then you go to Cleveland, you get Detroit at home. They're predicted to be a bottom feeder in the NFL. So, you know, where do you want to debut him? Do you go week one or do you maybe go in like week two against Cincinnati or week four against Detroit? Because I don't think Andy Dalton, I don't think we're going to be getting to November, December oh, with no. him still as your starting quarterback. And it's not all, it's not all his fault, but it's like, Look, he wasn't bad in Dallas, but he had no. kind of the 
deck stacked against him without a lot of his offense. Yeah, the whole line was in shambles. They couldn't run the ball at all. Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard like had their worst years in Dallas. So Andy Dalton did what he could, and then he got hurt, and then they had to turn it over to Danucci, and it was a big mess in Dallas. So Dalton kind of, I think, is a little bit of a victim of circumstance, but they did pay him $10 million, which is why I think maybe they're going to start him week one, but it's going to be a very short leash. Yeah, they also tweeted QB1 back in March, I believe yes. that was, when, yes. when they signed him, then go ahead and then yeah. trade up and draft another and, quarterback. And I, give, and I give him credit, too, because he's not going to come out and say, because everybody made so much of the quote, where he said, I'm the number one guy. Well, what, well, the, he hell has did, to say what that. the hell do you expect him yeah. to say? It's like, well, I'm just a place filler for this kid. I mean, the guy's <laughs> a competitive guy, and he's 32 years old, and he's hanging on. And look, you know, it's the old Phil Sims thing where he goes, I always tell guys, stay as long as you can. Make as much money as you can <laughs> as a quarterback in this league because you'll never make that kind of money, whatever you do in the rest of your life. So, you know, Andy Dalton's kind of hanging on here. He's not going to give yeah. that, uh, I'm telling you I'm not going, right? I, uh, I dream girls. I, I don't fault him for uh, saying that it's his time to play right now. As far as their kind of season outlook, I know their win total, we had it up on the screen earlier at seven and a half. Do you have a lean either way? I got an opinion on it. I'm sure you can guess since I'm on that fields bandwagon what that is, but mm -hmm. any uh, lean or maybe a play on either S side? No play yet. Small lean to the under just because I think, uh, you know, uh, the offensive line just scares me. And the thing with fields, and when I was talking about this with Brad Biggs of the Chicago Tribune, who is their beat writer, he's like, man, he gives you those wow moments where it's like, man, I can really see why they drafted this guy. This guy could be something special. But he also gives you those moments where you get to that second and third read. Most rookie quarterbacks are going to do that. Where you have to go to that number two read. You have to go to that number three read. And then all of a sudden, it gets to be a little bit of a mess. Yeah, well, according to Fields, the, the game wasn't too fast for him last week. I know mm -hmm. he took a little bit of flack for that uh, comment. I know, because all these guys are like, okay, just wait and see, young buck. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Aaron Donald's like, yeah, you just wait and yeah. see. You're going to be double and triple teaming me. And I still won the defensive player of the year with those double yeah. and triple teams. And uh Looks like we do have a touchdown here in Buffalo. I'm trying to see if that was a. Yeah, we'll a, see if it's a, a special teams touchdown or uh, some sort of yeah, turnover. Yeah, it was a punt return from punt Marquez return. Stevenson, I believe, uh, the former Houston Cougar. So, Bills executing. And they're a team I do kind of like this year, even though I think that division is going to be tougher. I think Miami is going to be okay, probably about 500, maybe a game over 500 a little mm -hmm. bit down from last year, but I think the Patriots are clearly going to be an improved team. The Jets, we shall see. They're obviously a big work in progress, but the Bills, they, they do look sharp, and I think, uh, you know, Josh Allen signed that contract, so I'm always a little lukewarm on backing guys that sign that big deal. It's like, okay, now you got that big deal, and now are we going to see the true guy here with Josh yeah. Allen, but I think with Brian Dabble, he is turned into at least a top 10 quarterback in the league when you have that offensive coordinator combination. And I think that's why Dabble is going to get a job somewhere. Look at what he's done with Mitch Trubisky. I know it's preseason, but it's like, wow, Mitch looks like he could start a couple places. It's surprising he didn't get a job this past yeah. uh, co head coaching yeah. cir circuit. Maybe because of they went deep into the playoffs, teams didn't want to wait. But speaking of those bills, they said you like them. I know I like them a lot to win that AFC East and repeat mm -hmm. as champs again. Uh, so much talent. I mean, it, if it's to go wrong for Buffalo, what would it look like? Because everything we're hearing out of Buffalo is that it's Josh Allen's in sync with those receivers. The mm -hmm. defense is better. They doubled up on pass rushers in the draft. They're hoping to improve that when you have to play a Kansas City Chiefs like a Mahomes or something. Yeah. you got to be able to pressure the quarterback. If it's not going to work for the Bills, what would that look like? Is it just 
something injuries, or is it maybe one of these teams, the Dolphins, or maybe even the Patriots, taking another step up or two and challenging them in that division crown? I do think the Patriots, who have their own quarterback controversy, if you want to call it a controversy, I think yeah. Newton's going to start week one. But I think maybe the gap between him and Mac Jones is a little bit closer than I think people initially thought. But I think the Patriots are going to be better. They had a lot of guys opt out, especially on defense. So that defense, you know, is going to be very good. New England also got Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne, Hunter Henry and John o. Smith, who are not healthy right now. Nobody's healthy at tight end for New England. I, but didn't stop them the other night. 35 nothing win in Philadelphia on Thursday. But they did add some weapons to help Cam out because it wasn't all Cam. Like, don't get me wrong. Cam was poor last year. Oh, yeah. But – you look at his receivers, it's like, who are his receivers? You, you don't know. He doesn't have anybody to throw to. So I think that they're going to be improved. And I think Bill Belichick probably got that little chip on his shoulder where he's like, because he, I'm sure, heard. I know he says he doesn't pay attention in this stuff, you know, and he's very dry in what he gives you in media quotes. You know, we're on to Pittsburgh. We're on to <laughs> Miami or whatever. On, on to Cincinnati. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that's what he does. But I'm sure he's hearing all this stuff like, Oh, he could only win with Tom Brady, which I think is a totally ridiculous take. I think, you know, one of the greatest coaches of all time. Also, show me the coach that doesn't have a great yeah. quarterback that yeah. wins. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, whenever where's the, that coach? It, it reminds me, Femi, I'm an Indiana University alum, and it reminds me of some of my fellow IU fans. It's like, well, Bob Knight didn't need all these McDonald's All-Americans. I'm like, well, BS, just because they didn't, they weren't all NBA stars, aside from Isaiah. But, I mean, Quint Buckner, Kent Benson, Scott May, those guys were pretty darn good. Steve Alford, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he wasn't an NBA star, but was the college player of the year. It's like, it's not like Bob Knight won with dudes from, like, the, the rec center <laughs> in Bloomington here. So, everybody wins with great coaches and great players, so... I think New England is going to be right there. But on the Bills' side, back to your original question, they I want to see them be at least a little bit better in the pass rush because I think they can be. You have Jerry Hughes. So Jerry Hughes, when he was in Indianapolis, was kind of considered a bust. Yeah. And then he went to Buffalo and all of a sudden was really good. Ed Oliver, the guy out of Houston, you know, needs to be a little bit better. They added Mario Addison. You have Boogie Basham, who they drafted in the second round from Wake Forest. Gregory Russo, who opted out last year, drafted from Miami. So if this pass rush, when you look at the, the them on paper, it should be very good. If it matches what it should be on paper, this is going to be a very good defense. Yeah, the back seven, we also know there's a lot of talent there. The linebackers, Matt Milano, once again, healthy this year. Mm -hmm. They missed him quite a bit there for a handful of games last year. But the secondary... I mean, Tredavious White, you got Jordan Poyer. I mean, you got Micah Hyde. There's so much talent on this Buffalo defense. And if they can get that front seven or that front four, at least, uh, back on back in, in gear, then maybe they can make a run and take that next step because that's what it seems like all the discussion is out of Buffalo is can we take the next step to beat the Kansas City Chiefs? Because it looked like the Chiefs, I mean, the score was pretty big, but it did look like that they were pretty – far yeah. ahead from the Buffalo Bills in that AFC title game last January. Yeah, no question about it. So, uh, I mean, the Chiefs obviously still the favorites and should be in the AFC, but it's like that Super Bowl hangover, I, I am a subscriber to that. I do think that's real. Now, I don't think they're going to plummet like San Francisco did in the NFC last year, but that was a lot of injuries Injury. and COVID, and they just couldn't catch up. So I don't expect the Chiefs are going to do that. Uh, offense actually looked pretty good. They didn't put up a lot of points. Game went under, but if you look, both guys moved the ball. Mahomes had two nice drives, one of them ending in an interception, but, you know, 215 play, about 70-plus yard drive. So that Chiefs offense looks in really good form already. Yeah, that Mahomes pick, I think that was a YOLO pick. I yeah. think he knew that was his last yeah. throw of the game. And plus the <laughs> fact that you do have a lot of new pieces on that offensive line. Yeah. So 
you know, the Chiefs, it wouldn't surprise me if they're like two and two or two and three after five weeks. And it's like you're getting the stories, what's wrong with the Chiefs? Well, nothing's wrong with the Chiefs. It's just other teams are better and you still have that hangover and you've got to, you know, retool even though you made the Super Bowl last year. So we shall see in the AFC. Yeah, we also have Jets at Packers. That one's kicking off at 125. We'll go further into that later later on in the show. But switching over to the Diamond, a little bit of MLB action Twins and the Yankees. This was a tight one. You had Garrett Cole on the mound for New York, Kenta Maeda on the mound for the Minnesota Twins. It was one nothing there for quite a bit of time. The Twins had the bases juiced at one point. The Yankees able to get out of the jam. Then the Yankees had a juice, and they had a big fifth inning, I believe it was, scoring five runs in that fifth inning. Now leads 6 nothing in the top of the sixth that game over on FS1. But the Yankees, hottest team mm -hmm. in the American League coming out of this All-Star break. And you had a feeling they could be if they could finally get healthy. And they still got a couple guys that have been out of line. I'm Gio Urshela, Glaber Torres. They've had pitching injuries all year. Domingo Herman still out with that bad shoulder. But now Chapman is back. And plus what they did at the deadline. At Yankee Stadium, when you play 81 games there, you got to have a couple left-handed bats in that lineup. And oh, it's yeah. like Brian Gashman maybe looked at his roster and was like, R, 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 R. <laughs> it's like, we got a lot of righties here, so let's go get somebody with that short uh, right field porch. And they got Gallo and they got Rizzo. They've already produced. And they've had some of the COVID issues with guys in and out of lineup. Sanchez missed some time. Judge missed some time. A couple other guys. But – now the Yankees are starting to get healthy. Red Sox pitching has absolutely regressed. Tampa is obviously still hanging in there. And by the way, they have a now 6-4 to lead as the White Sox played that runner from third. So 6-4 top of the eighth, Tampa Bay. But still trying to catch them. But all of a sudden, just four games back, they are absolutely catchable. So the Yankees are right in there. Yeah, I mean, the Yankees, I mean, we saw how they were struggling early on. Would you Do you think this team can maybe win the pennant? Are they good enough in terms of pitching? I know a lot of... Uh, just criticism about the relief uh, staff and uh, like, like, how do you see this team going long term, maybe into October, as they're right now leading in the wild card? Race? Yeah, they were certainly the value play. I think a few weeks ago, when you're when you were looking at them down the board, because the obvious favorites were the Astros, the Rays, and the White Sox. And so now Yankees only five to one here at BetMGM. But when they were getting to that twelve and fifteen to one range, I thought that they had a lot of value. It's been cut in half, but. I absolutely think the gap is narrowed. I think that they really made some good moves at the deadline. The Astros, White Sox. Now, White Sox are kind of an interesting team because you know they're good and they're getting a couple of their hitters back. They got yep. Jimenez back. They got Robert back. So they're very good, but they're also in a division where they've been leading this division by a country mile for about two or three months right now. So then it's like, do, does that complacency set in? And now all of a sudden you're going against the Astros and the Rays in the playoffs. And you've seen it so far in this series. Rays won last night. Rays currently up two outs top of the eight, six to four. So White Sox could be looking at trying to avoid the sweep tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, the Yankees, it seems like it's harmony once again in the Bronx. At least Luke Voigt was a little upset. He wants to play a little more. Mm -hmm. and saw that. He's uh, putting his money where his mouth is today. Two for three for Voigt here. He's in the DH role. And I got to correct myself on one thing. White Sox did win that yeah. an extra inning. So. Tim Anderson was, yeah. was fantastic yeah. last night. Yeah, one to one. So the uh, Rays, you know, trying to even this series up. But the White Sox have got to prove, I think, that they can beat these elite teams. You beat up on the Twins. You beat up on the Indians and the Tigers and the Royals. Can you withstand the Astros in a series in the play? We shall see. It should be a fun end of this MLB wild card race, division races. It could be an ALCS preview that we're seeing there at the trot between the White Sox and the Rays. Only time will tell. But we're going to take a quick break here on the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. Wes Reynolds, Femi Abebefe, hang with us. 
We're going to try to make you a little bit of money here on this fine Saturday afternoon. We'll be back. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health, but by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Football season just around the corner. It's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any BetMGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We welcome you back inside our lovely studio here at the Circa Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. Wes Reynolds, Femi Abebefe here on the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. And we just were digging into the MLB slate that we have here right before we went to the last break here. Mm -hmm. A couple of games just started here for us. Kansas City Royals taking on the Chicago Cubs. That one is actually in the bottom of the third. Royals lead it 2-0. And then also in Toronto, it's the Detroit Tigers and the Toronto Blue Jays. We are knotted at zero in the top of the second. But any plays for you on any of those? Or what's kind of stood out when you looked at those two games? But obviously, I think the Royals, and we saw this yesterday, when you have Brad Keller as a road favorite, you know something's wrong with the home team, and that being the Chicago (laughs) Cubs. And what's wrong with them is they sold off a lot of their players. So the Kansas City Royals have been getting beat up pretty good lately, 15 games under 500. Very happy to see the Chicago Cubs up 2 nothing, bottom of the third here. So two no-hit innings for Chris Bubich. Uh, by the way, it is Keegan Thompson going for the Chicago Cubs today. And I, I literally, when I looked at the, I thought it was Keenan Thompson. So, <laughs> Keenan so, and Gil. so you know, what, what's up with that? The uh, SNL segment. Uh, but Keenan Thompson, 61 pitches through three innings. has already allowed two runs, so 2 nothing there. Kansas City, Detroit, and Toronto. Toronto kind of starting to fade back now. Five and a half games yeah. back of that wild card. And and I like this team. I was never a believer, though, that they're going to get one of the playoff spots. I always refer to Toronto. They're a 2022 team. And I think that they absolutely are. And it reminds me a little bit of the Astros, where they had all these young kids they yeah, brought super up. super young. Guerrero, Bichette, uh, and Biggio's son, and all these guys. And it's kind of like, you know what? We're going to be bad for a couple years. But we're going to keep getting better and better and better. I think next year's a breakthrough year for Toronto, but currently all tied at one or all tied at zero actually here going into the bottom of the second. Yeah, such a tough division that Toronto is in there. That AL East, you have Tampa Bay Rays. We spoke mm-hmm. about them in the yeah. last segment there. The Yankees obviously are surging post All Star break. Boston Red Sox, who were the best team in baseball yeah. through June or so, they've fallen back a little bit, but Chris Sale's back. So now maybe they can make that kind of August, September push. But yeah. those are three teams that are legitimate contenders. And then you have Toronto so young, but it's mm-hmm. valuable experience for them 
one would think at least you're battling in this 2021 season. Yeah, for sure. And I think, uh, look, Toronto obviously also gets to play in their home stadium. Finally, they've right? had four different home stadiums <laughs> because there was one game, I think out in Anaheim where they were technically the home team that they played, but having to play in Dunedin, Florida, having to play in Buffalo now, finally back in Toronto. So at least being home is certainly going to help that team in the future. Frequent flyer miles. They are racking up for sure, but let's transition over to golf. The Northern trust, Third round going on. Cameron Smith has been fantastic. He finished up his round earlier in the hour, shot a 60, 11 under to take the lead at the Northern Trust out there in Jersey City. Once again, the first of the FedEx Cup playoffs. And the guy that is the favorite right now, John Rahm, he was fantastic. 36 mm -hmm. holes, bogey-free, mm -hmm. longest bogey-free stretch to start an event of his career but he didn't really like the format his talking no. about yesterday. Wasn't a fan. I know you followed the FedEx Cup closely, big into golf. Are you in agreement with Rom on, on this format of the yeah, FedEx Cup? Yeah, I kind of think you want to reward the whole season. But I know why they do that, because yeah. they want to obviously have intrigue for that, for that last event as you're coming kind of closer to the uh, end and closer, obviously, NFL and a busier sports calendar. But John Rom, you're right. Odds on favorite right now at BetMGM, I believe, minus $1.35. He is currently only through seven holes, 15 under par. Cameron Smith is in the clubhouse at 16 with a 60 today. Eric Von Royen, EVR, who won a couple weeks ago and got his PGA Tour card winning the Barracuda Championship over at the former Reno Tahoe Open. He is currently eight under par, 14 under, trying to play his way into that top 70 because only the top 70 in the points get in next week in Maryland for the BMW Championship. So EVR, 14 under. Shane Lowry in the clubhouse at 13 under. Also Keith Mitchell, Tony Fee now at 13 under. Corey Connors, a nice 62 in at 12 under par with Vic Hovland and Xander Shoffley. So... You got to be making some moves here. A couple of my guys, only like one or two under on the day. It's like you need to be about seven under if you want to keep up with these guys. I'm going to say JT and Cantlay, a couple of guys that you are rooting on. We'll see if they can get the wheels going here uh, as we finish out this third round day in Jersey City at the Northern Trust out there in this first tournament of the FedEx Cup playoffs. But we're going to take a quick break here. You are watching and listening to the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. college football betting guide is here start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions heisman hopefuls and playoff teams plus power ratings for every team now is a great time to also get your all access vsin subscription including our college and pro football betting guides along with everything we offer for the entire football season get your college betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free all access trial today at vsin.com slash subscribe welcome back inside to the circa sports studio here at circa sportsbook west reynolds alongside femi abebefe we are coming to you from downtown las vegas it's the green zone presented by bet mgm and we're hopefully heading into the red zone got a full slate of nfl mm -hmm. football for you starting with a game at 125 that jets and packers game another chance to get a look at zach wilson the second overall pick in this past nfl draft 
Yeah, and you would expect to see a little more out of him this week. By the way, this has moved now down to 31 here at Circus Ford's lowest total, I believe, that I see on the board. And because Aaron Rodgers is not going to go, so we're going to get a lot of Kurt Banker today yeah. for the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> so uh, that that's what he is going to be uh, working towards. If Aaron, if this is his last year, he's basically saying, hey, I can be the number two guy behind Jordan Love when he takes <laughs> over. But two and a half now, the move on the Jets, no play for me. I didn't know how many reps really these guys were going to see. So you're going to, you know, Green Bay is going to take it easy. We are not going to see Aaron Rodgers in the preseason. They're trying to get a look at maybe some of their young guys, their draft picks, and their second-team guys. But the Jets had a little bit of a rough week. The guy Carl Lawson, uh, now out for the season, uh, hurt himself on, uh, I forget what the actual injury was. It was a torn Achilles. Yeah, the Achilles. As, As the Bears finally are in the end zone again, Justin Fields handoff. Right up the middle. That is a touchdown. We'll identify the player momentarily. But 41-12 is your score there. But back to the Jets and the Packers. Not only the Lawson deal, but also the former first-round pick out of Louisville, that left tackle, Mackay Becton, who's very talented, but is about 363 pounds right now, and they want to get him more into shape. So he has had a rough go, at least a little bit in training camp so far, per reports around the Jets because he's been just a little bit too big, a little too heavy-footed. So they want to see him kind of drop some weight, and sometimes that's what training camp is for. And this has been so odd because it was brought up to me, even though it's the most obvious point sometimes we ignore as batters. These guys really didn't have training camp last year, hardly. They did not have preseason games. So, you know, you have guys, and then you have obviously restrictions in certain areas due to COVID, due to the Delta variant, what have you. And, Guys can maybe get out of shape a little bit. And I think that's what you've seen a little bit with Makai Becton. So trying to get him there because you don't want your left tackle having issues when you have a rookie quarterback. The total of this game at 31. Any look at a contrarian over? I mean, we talked about unders 17 and three. Well, now 17 and four as what we've seen in Chicago mm-hmm. with that game flying over the total. But any look at a contrarian uh, uh, over rather because it's it opened at 34. It's down to 31 now. Maybe Maybe now's the time for the buyback. Well, and sometimes I do look to do that, Femi, when I see like a big move on a total. And I'll maybe not look to do it for the full game, but for the first half. I have not played this yet, but seeing 16 and a half right there, 17 is usually a very key number. Uh, and I am a believer in key numbers, even though you get some hinky scores in the preseason. 10-7 halftime yeah, usually. Yeah, so uh, 16 and a half, I would certainly lean to the over in the first half between Jets and Packers. Another game on the slate, we have the Atlanta Falcons visiting the Miami Dolphins. That one opened up Dolphins minus three, but has gone up to Dolphins minus six. Now, I'm not sure if we've heard anything here about Matt Ryan, if he's going to be playing or not, but obviously a lot of support for this Miami Dolphins team who we saw look pretty good, at least their first and second team against Chicago last week uh, over there. But now they're hosting the Atlanta Falcons here as a six-point favorite at home. That's a lot to lay Mm -hmm. in a preseason game, especially with a total of 35 and a half. Yeah, and these guys have been participating, obviously, in camp, but the Falcons last week, very unimpressive against Tennessee. You kind of thought, okay, maybe is Arthur Smith going to be motivated? He was the former offensive coordinator in Tennessee. Hey, I want to get one back on my old boss, Mike Vrabel. Not so much. They sat pretty much all of their projected starters, so looks like they're going to be doing at least a little bit of the same, but Atlanta finally is going to get a look at Kyle Pitts, that first-round pick, yeah. that who I think everybody kind of considered, okay, if you're going like best player available, regardless of position, on a lot of these draft neck boards, he was number one. 
But with Atlanta, it was kind of tricky because Terry Fontenot, the new GM now coming in as the assistant GM for New Orleans, he didn't elect to really blow the team up or rebuild. They traded Julio Jones, who requested a trade back in February. So they still have good receivers with Ridley and now adding Pitts, but they added Pitts instead of really saying, okay, let's start anew. Let's send Matt Ryan to a team where he doesn't have to be part of a rebuild, where maybe you've got a team that's somewhat closer, Denver Broncos, for example. They elected not to do that. They elected not to draft a young quarterback and trade Matt Ryan and see what they could get for him at 36 years old. And they elected to go ahead and go best player available at Pitts. And I think Pitts is going to have good numbers, but this Atlanta team, I don't know how high I am on them. They have two new coordinators. Dave Ragone going to be the new offensive coordinator. Smith, the new head coach. Dean Pease, who is a longtime Belichick assistant, one of the great defensive minds, but he doesn't have one of the great defensive rosters in this league. They do not have a lot of real talent on that roster. So I was not really high on them. I was a little higher on Carolina in that AFC. Yeah, Falcons seem to me kind of be in that little just no man's land. They're in purgatory right now. Not rebuilding because you have a veteran quarterback, but then also not doesn't seem like they have the talent or the roster yeah. to go for it there. But uh, moving along in the board here, we have the Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens visiting the Carolina Panthers. And we all know the story about the Baltimore Ravens. I believe 16-1-1 against the spread in their last 18 games. That dates back to 2015, I believe. The Baltimore Ravens, just an absolute cover machine. Mm-hmm. Wes, you're doing the brave thing. You're stepping in front of Harbaugh and this preseason champion. They should name this the Harbaugh Trophy Mm -hmm. uh, if they're going to have a preseason Super Bowl because the Ravens, they always come to play in August. Brave, stubborn, tomato, (laughs) tomato, kumsi, kumsa, what have you. I'm either brave or I'm I'm big-time dummy here. And I was a dummy last week because it turned out New Orleans didn't cover. Now six turnovers is going to help. By the way, the Baltimore Ravens actually trying to tie the all-time record for consecutive, not necessarily covers, but straight-up wins, the record 19 that Vince Lombardi and the Green Bay Packers, 1959 to 1962, and that span won 19 in a row. So, look, I understand that, and it's baked into the cake, and I think people are betting this going forward. But I did take Carolina. Now, Carolina, you know – They were able to get the ball moved on them by Indianapolis pretty extensively last week, but they had a very good pass rush, and they didn't even start their guys and had three sacks against Jacob Eason in the first half. So Carolina is a team I like. I think Matt Rule, I'm going on his record. He is a builder, and you're going to see improvement out of this team this season. Also the debut of Sam Darnold. He didn't play last week, so we'll see Sam Darnold. P.J. Walker showed pretty well Mm -hmm. in Indianapolis last week. So you get a little bit of quarterback depth on your side there going up against Lamar Jackson, who we may see, and then also Tyler Hunt will get a majority of those reps. For yeah, good point. McSorley, Ravens. by the way, is going to be out in this game with an injury. Yep. So no McSorley. So we'll see how that plays out for you. I wish you the best of luck. I do like the Ravens, <laughs> though, in the season long term. Maybe we'll get into that a little bit later. But as for now, we're going to take a quick break. You are listening and watching The Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max.
Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. That's my Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. As summer heats up, so does the sports betting action at BetMGM. Sign up now using bonus code VSIN1000. That's VSIN1000. And your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Place your bets on all the exciting showdowns in MLB, MLS, and more sports from around the globe. And when you register with BetMGM, you'll also get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. From breathtaking goals to colossal home runs, the king of sportsbooks takes every play to a new level of excitement. Simply download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code 
VSIN1000 to get back up to $1,000 on your very first wager. New customer offer, paid and free bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. It's Femi Bebefe and Wes Reynolds at the Circa Sportsbook here in downtown Las Vegas. You are watching and listening to the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. And Wes, we were diving into this NFL slate that we're going to see here later on this afternoon. These are 4 o'clock kickoffs on the West Coast, 7 p.m. for our Eastern Standard viewers and listeners. But that Baltimore Ravens-Carolina Panthers game, you were explaining how you're on Carolina, believer in Matt Rule, how much do you believe in them this season leading into – I mean, it's it's a tough division at mm-hmm. least. You have a clear contender in the Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but for that second place, it's wide open for anyone between Carolina, Atlanta, and New Orleans. Yeah, it certainly is. And and I went over on their win total. I did play over 7.5 for Carolina, and obviously you're not going to have to play that top schedule because you didn't win the division. So I think they only have like five or six teams on that schedule that had a winning record in 2020. Tampa Bay, the clear favorite. I think the Saints are still the clear number two. But I do think Carolina could could be a little bit alive. I know some people that actually like them to maybe get one of those wild card spots. This is the second season under Matt Rule, offensive coordinator Joe Brady, Phil Snow, also second year as the D.C. New quarterback with Sam Darnold, new GM Scott Fitterer, who comes in from that Seattle staff, spent 20 years there, who you know as well, and uh, was part of a Super Bowl championship team there. Now he gets a shot to run his operation in Carolina. Sam Darnold, I've always been a little bit more of a believer in him than I think maybe most people because everybody remembers that Monday night game against the Patriots. Seeing they the say ghosts. he's seeing ghosts. Seeing the he's ghosts. seeing ghosts. Well, he's going to get ghosts in week one because he gets the New York Jets coming in to Charlotte at Bank of America Stadium week one regular season. But I think that this is a good spot for him. This is as good a spot as any for him to revitalize his career because – it's a smaller market with a lot less pressure down there in Charlotte, North Carolina. You get Christian McCaffrey back, who only played three games last season. He's got to stay healthy, had ankle and shoulder injuries. But this was a guy in McCaffrey who broke several records his second and third year in the in the league. So really good out of the backfield. If you look at what he did in 2018, 2019, 4,357 yards and 32 touchdowns in terms of an all-purpose back combined, Look, he averaged about 125 from scrimmage in just three games last year. I also like the guy Chuba Hubbard, who they added out of Oklahoma State, maybe take some pressure off of him. Receiving core is actually very underrated. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, who actually played for Matt Rule at Temple, uh, had the best uh, season of his career. I think he had 95 catches, a little over 1,000 yards. Terrace Marshall Jr. played for Joe Brady at LSU, had 13 TDs in that 2019 LSU Tiger National Championship team. But the defense now, it's kind of like finally maybe it's coming together because this was a very young defense. Drafted Brian Burns in 2019. Stud. Derek Brown also in 2020 out of Auburn. J.C. Horn, the corner out of South Carolina, was in the first round. They also had a guy, Jeremy Chin, who was a third-round pick from not too far from where I grew up. Fishers, Indiana, played at Southern Illinois. Jeremy Chin was second in the Rookie of the Year voting behind Chase Young. So that shows you this guy can play. Obviously, Chase Young, he's going to win a lot of defensive awards, (laughs) maybe defensive player of the year this year. I know some people like him a little bit down the board for value. But if you look at Carolina, they only play one team through Thanksgiving that had a winning record in 2020. This could be a team that gets off to a really sneaky good start. 
Look, I don't know if I'm ready to say, hey, they can get in the wild card this year, but I think they go over seven and a half wins. I'm going to trust that rule and Brady system that they can find something with Sam Darnold. I understand why people are cynical because the numbers don't yeah. al- don't always lie and the numbers weren't pretty, but I think this is a much better situation for slamming Sam. Yeah, if Sam Darnold is able to get it together there, I mean, maybe that takes off some of the pressure of passing mm-hmm. on the quarterbacks, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, mm-hmm. when you needed a guy. Right. So, and they gave up resources to get a guy like Sam Darnold. So if he's able to play to a level that you think he can play to, this team could definitely be a sneaky eight, nine win team, maybe, maybe fighting for that seventh wild card spot there in the NFC. Uh, on the other side, though, the Baltimore Ravens, we know the story on them. One of the best teams in the NFL year in, year out, Harbaugh continuity they have greg roman wink martindale on that coaching staff is this the year for baltimore and it seems like a lot of people aren't talking about them we know cleveland's kind of the sexy new kid on the block here Mm -hmm. with the season that they had a year ago and now the improvements that they made especially on defense in the offseason what's your read on baltimore this year it seems like not many not many people are talking about this team but they're healthy again Mm -hmm. they still have an MVP in Lamar Jackson yeah. feels like they're kind of a sleeping giant there. Well, Lamar had a down year. If you go through like all the metrics, like the pro football focus and all that stuff, he was third ranked quarterback went to 17th. And that's largely because he was the lowest starting, really starting quarterback passer in the league in terms of yards per game. Because obviously this is a guy that if you get to third and 10, third and 15, he can run for it. He's one of the only guys in the league that's like, okay, if nothing's down the field, he's going to be fast enough and savvy enough to find a spot, and he's going to get those first downs and move the chains. But he does have to take the next step, I think, as a passer in this league for the Baltimore Ravens to get back to a Super Bowl. This is a team that I still think that they're the steady Eddie because you don't want to say, let's put the cart before the horse with Cleveland because I think what happens is it's like, Cleveland? Can we really believe in Cleveland? And I think in a lot of ways you can. They're very talented, and they have talent on both sides of the ball, and I think they have a competent head coach now finally. And Kevin Stefanski, uh, one of my regular partners here on VSIN, Matt Humans, always used to refer to Freddie Kitchens as Larry the Cable Guy <laughs> because that's that's what he looked like. He's like, this guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Stefanski at least looked competent yeah. uh, with this team. So I, I think that that helps a lot. But with Baltimore, the defense, you know, is always going to be good, whether it's not always going to be that mid-2000s, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, dominant type defense, but they're always going to be good. Baltimore drafts really well. We'll see when Bateman, the kid out of Minnesota, the receiver, comes back. But Lamar's got good receivers, I think, there. I think he's got Hollywood Brown. and Sammy Watkins. Yeah, Sammy Watkins does come in. So they've got good weapons, and they've got a good backfield. Not only you kind of count Lamar, at least, as a half running back, but you got Dobbins and you got Gus Edwards. Uh, Mark Andrews is a pretty good tight end. The offensive line is trying to kind of work through some things, and that's why I was lukewarm on them in this game for the preseason because Ronnie Stanley still coming back from that season-ending injury played right here in Las Vegas at Bishop Gorman. And also you have Kevin Zeitler, Alejandro Villanueva, who they got from the Steelers. So you're trying to kind of shuffle guys on the offensive line, and I think they've had some COVID issues on this team, not just with Lamar Jackson. but So they've been a little slow to get out of the gate, so that's why – I know people want to follow the streak, but I thought four was getting a little high here at Carolina. Yeah, it it seems a little high. And eventually, they're not going to keep outperforming these expectations, Mm -hmm. one would think, at least in the preseason. You mentioned that offensive line in terms of the regular season outlook, and they are going to be big. They, I mean, Alejandro Villanueva, I think, is six eight, almost mm-hmm. six foot nine. Ben Cleveland, the rookie, yep. he's about 350, 360 pounds. 
if they get that running game going, maybe it looks like Baltimore of 2019 when they went 14-2 and two and were the number one seed in the AFC. Yeah, no question. The, the, the weapons are there at receiver, like you're talking about Brown, when Bateman gets back, Watkins, Miles Boykin, the tight end. So they have the skill position, guys. Now, can this line come together, and can Lamar really improve in terms? We know he's got a strong arm, but he's got to be more accurate. He's got to develop as a passer. This isn't you know, putting a guy down saying, okay, we want to take away his running ability. You absolutely don't want to take away his running ability, but he does need to prove, okay, sometimes I got to hang in there and not rely on that and make those plays down the field. Yeah, it's now or never there for Lamar, who's hoping to get an extension like Josh Allen got mm-hmm. earlier this offseason. Going down the board, Lions at the Steelers, Pittsburgh right now at home, and we're expecting to see Ben Roethlisberger in this game a six-and-a-half-point favorite with a total of 36-and-a-half. That opened up at Pittsburgh minus five, and that's gone up to six-and-a-half now. The total's kind of stayed the same. Some spots you can see a 37 there. But this Steelers team, nobody really likes them yeah. this year. I mean, obviously, yeah. we all remembered how the season ended last year. They start the year 11-0 and and 12-4, and that god-awful playoff game at home against Cleveland where they were down 28 nothing within, I think, three minutes, it felt like. Um, this Pittsburgh outlook... A new offensive line, DeCastro is gone, mm-hmm. Pouncey retired, I believe. The, where do you see Pittsburgh falling in this AFC North that seems to be one of the most intriguing divisions in the NFL? Yeah, and, and look, I think they have one of the best defenses in the NFL. They have a Lombardi Trophy winning defense yep. there in Pittsburgh. Now, can Ben kind of come back? He didn't look right last year. He just, you know, kind of, you thought, okay, he's showing some age. Maybe it's that shoulder or whatever it is. So people are saying that he might rebound this year. But the Steelers obviously have struggled to run the ball. They were dead last in the league, and they got Najee Harris. But now you've got this rebuild offensive line, and that's really a concern for me. Juju Smith-Schuster has never emerged as that number one guy I thought he was going to be. And, I mean, he's basically like a number two or number three receiver, and they kind of need him to be a number one. So that's why I think people are a little lukewarm on Pittsburgh. Uh, In terms of this spot here against Detroit, I could only be in a faraway place as now showing seven. I could probably only take Detroit, even though they're not very talented. They're not going to win a lot of games. But when you have a first-year head coach like Dan Campbell, it's like, we got to try to win as many games as we can because we know we're probably up against it in terms of talent. So small lean to Detroit, at least in this spot, I have not bet it as of yet. But with that said, Campbell, I think said earlier this week that he might be resting some of those veterans. I don't yeah. think Jared Goff is expected. So yeah. we're, we're going to see how deep this Lions roster right. is. Uh, right. Dan Campbell or Man Campbell, as one <laughs> might call him there with all the press conference tidbits yes. that he's given us there out there in the Motor City. Yeah, we got the Charlie Bash Bowl tonight <laughs> in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, Detroit against Pittsburgh. Bash now actually, I believe he's the local television commentator for the Steelers. We'll see if we can get Jerome Bettis out there for the coin toss. <laughs> <laughs> Turkey day all around for you. But we'll be right back here. We're thankful to be here at Circus Sportsbook. You're listening and watching The Green Zone on presented by BetMGM. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. 
Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order.